Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, April 26, 2023. Today on the Ether, Orbital Command hosts the Alliance Hour, featuring Eris Protocol and White Whale. Let's take a listen. Yo, 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 it is 8 p.m. with me. My name is Rebel DeFi. I am in Malaysia. No, I'm not. I'm in Bangkok right now in Thailand. 8 p.m. with me. Um, MB is in Australia, a bit later for him. Good to see everyone here. Tonight we're going to be talking about Alliance. Um, Philip from Eris Protocols coming on, and hopefully we've got Sencom from White Whale slash Megaloo. Um, not really talking about the projects that much, really just trying to have a, a really good conversation about Alliance. Um, if anyone's got any questions, comments, criticisms, um, queries, then just wave your hand, we'll get you up. It's, it's not like a um, high and mighty people um, sort of telling telling the pleb stuff. It's like we're all in this together. The, the way I see alliances is, is completely about that. Um, I think uh, MB is bringing Sencom up as we speak. And um, good to see Ryan in here as well. 4719, Draylight and Everyone with um, oh Nick has got a um, skeleton pump PFP and is that the woo? Oh, it's Kyle. Kyle, hey, how you doing, Kyle? Um, is that a space eight thing? Yeah, Sencom. I saw you on the YouTube with Vanessa. That was very good. Hopefully, some other people in the space have seen this as well. Um, there was some really nice discussion around. Um, the idea of alliance value accrual for people participating in alliance, um, which made it sound very economical, which, sorry, not economical, but <laughs> very, well, yeah, economical. Maybe I'm not pronouncing it right, but um, to do with the economics rather than to do with doing something cheaply. Um, yeah, Sencom, how are you finding alliance going for Megaloo? So, hi, everybody. First sound check. Can everybody hear me loud and clear? Loud and clear. Perfect. Clean. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I got some, some AirPods here. They're, sometimes they're a little bit buggy. Um, okay, your question. So, how is it going forward? Um, that's a difficult question because we are leading the push right now. So, it's, it's easy to, to, to have a plan when you know what lies ahead, but if you there's only, you know, uncharted territory in front of you. It, it becomes very difficult to make the right decisions. And since there's, you know, a lot of money involved here, there's, you know, whale holders, there's Luna on Megaloo. Um, we're trying to, you know, prioritize making the right decisions over making fast decisions. Um, just because we are the first. Um, but in, in general, the plan going forward, we're, we're still 
collecting data and looking at how things play out, you know, on, on the one hand, on the chain level. So how, how's everything working? Do we catch any bugs? Is anything, you know, unexpectedly happening on the technical level, but also on the commune or on the user level, we're trying to iron out the last or, you know, kinks when it comes to the user ex or bad user experience. So sometimes you have issues sending your tokens over via IBC. Sometimes you have issues, you know, where do I stake? So we're trying to improve the user experience a little bit. Um, but going forward, obviously, we're interested in opening up more alliances with, you know, that are beneficial to our ecosystem. Um, and, and the ongoing question is, and that's why we're still collecting data is, how can we evaluate if an alliance is profitable or if it's a win-win situation for both? And then we're also further exploring new ideas, how we can utilize alliance. And I've been seeing some, some very interesting, um, you know, Twitter threads and conversations on Discord popping up lately. And I encourage these because this is what drives innovation. Um, for example, people um, arguing that there is a point to list yield-bearing Bitcoin. So you have a you know, yield-bearing Bitcoin, and then you would earn Bitcoin on Meagle, which would be pretty sick. And there are also a couple of technical improvements I think we could make to, you know, if you think of Alliance as a product that allows you to engage in economic alliances with our other chains, um, this product can be improved. And we're discussing some, some ideas there, especially with with Philip, who just joined the stage. Hi, Philip. Hi, Aura. How's it going? Sorry, I, I'm delayed. Very well, sir. <laughs> Not at all. You, you got the answer to your question. Philip sent me a screenshot earlier on today. I didn't really understand what he'd done, but he'd worked out how much is left in the community pool uh, on Terra. It seems to be still quite a big number, so that is good for the Terra community, I suppose. Um, yeah, just, just before you dropped in, Philip, we were asking Sencom how Alliance was working out for White Whale slash Megaloo. Um, how is it going on the Eris side? Well, I think uh, the Alliance launch went quite smoothly for that. It's quite a new technology in the space, in my opinion. And um, the, the only thing probably is still missing is the ledger support, uh, but we are in contact with TFL and I, I think it, it should take only a couple of weeks to, to get it also out there. Um, I, I think most of the use cases are not even explored yet with Alliance because you can do so, so much more. And for example, um, listing LP tokens, so you can also allow LP tokens um, to, to provide an alliance. This could especially be interesting on the Megaloo chain as well. Um, so when, when White Whale will launch their DEX on Megaloo, um, it would be possible to also attract liquidity directly through staking LP tokens. Um, which would also be quite interesting because then the 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 community pool of Megaloo chain uh, will start acquiring uh, protocol owned liquidity and in the same time provide it to the the dex uh, which is quite nice i'd like to just highlight here something real quick um because um you asked about how lines is going so far so i just opened up um my my laptop here and we have over now, you know, sit tight. Over a hundred sixty thousand 
liquid stake Luna on Megaloo right now. So I don't know the exact um, conversion rate, but I think that's around 200,000 Luna staked on Megaloo. And that's quite impressive. And since, since you said, Philip, um, this is new tech, I just want to highlight here that this is groundbreaking tech. I, I'm not aware of any other protocol or app or technology a lot that allows cross-chain staking. So this is really, I think, groundbreaking um, stuff. So we, we shouldn't you know, hide this under new stuff. This is groundbreaking new technology. And I think it should be advertised as such. Uh, 100%. I mean, there's some shameful shit going on right now that, that, that Megaloo is literally the poster child for this. I mean, why other chains are not doing this is a little bit beyond me. It's, I mean, it's great that Kujira have um, voted through the Alliance module. Great that Terra have done it as well. I don't think Terra could really be sort of the, the trailblazer on this. It had to be another chain. So it is really great um, in my eyes. Uh, Megaloo has like picked up the baton and you guys are really running with this. Um, tell you what else is shameful shit is um, Galactic Punk on this space talking about different kinds of um, alliance tokens um, telling the Galactic Punks that our idea to have NFTs staked was a silly idea. Um, but he is a friend of the show, so we're not going to boot him off and it turns out Philip was actually right. We got some some duff information from TFL telling us that NFTs would be good to go. Um, one thing I would like to pick up with Sencom a little bit, and just we can maybe air our views here, um, is that with my TF, TFM hat on at the moment, we sometimes get feedback from users saying, oh, TFM's not working. I can't bridge my tokens across to Megaloo. Um, from I'm I'm not working on the dev side of this, but from what we've looked into, it it's not usually a TFM issue. Um, it, it seems from the testing I've been doing recently that the previous issues that we were experiencing, or that were that the users were experiencing between Terra and Megaloo. I mean, there's lots of different points of failure, but do we think that the issues people are having are now kind of resolved i mean let's ask let's Sankar. ask everybody here in in this space if it's working for you thumbs up if not thumbs down so it works for me so i i know this is the worst thing you can say as a developer it works on my machine but it, it, it kind of does um yeah yeah agree that's so it's good when you, we can recreate the problem i, I think it's, it's a combination really from, from from a lot of different things. Um, for those of you who have used or who use Station, so Station has been a little buggy lately. Then maybe throw in some some ledger or ledger issues and add you know some lazy relayers in there, and then you have a disaster. And yeah, I can only say we're trying to do our best to um, improve the user experience because cross chain or moving stuff cross chain is really nasty. Um, but I also like to highlight here that apart from Alliance, you can get the full whale and Megaloo experience without ever touching Megaloo. So you can get access to the liquid staking tokens from Terra or whatever chain you're on or Chihuahua. You can bond it there eventually. So 
Um, if it's not working, um, at least you're not missing out the full experience. That's all I can say to this. Awesome. And, and just to be clear, before this space, actually, I jumped on to do a little transfer. I tried to send some AMP Luna using station. I don't typically do that. It was reminding me a bit of um, Game of Alliance. So I tried to do on station from Terra AMP Luna to Megaloo. It didn't work. But that should work, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should. Right. Okay. So it seemed that there was maybe a station issue. Um, went to TFM. That did work. So that was nice. Um, just a little bit technical for, for my benefit, if that's all right, guys. Can all this work if, if I transfer my AMP Luna from Terra to Megaloo into a Kepler wallet? Can I do the, the alliance staking from Kepler, or does it have to be station? Yes, I think we, we have uh, integrated Kepler. As long as you don't uh, use Ledger in Kepler, it should be working, if, if you use our GUI for that. Yeah, and our user interface uses um, station wallet, so you should be good to go. I mean, luckily, uh, we have you know the very talented and fast-working Eris team um, on our on our side, who shipped a, a really nice and perfectly working front end for Alliance too. So, uh, thank you again. Oh, 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 don't, don't let him get too big for his boots. But yes, it is very nice, Philip. Do you want to come in on that? Uh, <laughs> I'm just modest. What should I say? I'm just happy that it works and. <laughs> Uh, it's it's really interesting all the statistics we could we could show so much information at dashboard about the lines how it, how it works in the detail and so on that there are so many data points we could use and um, we, we even thought about providing a dashboard as well because we have all the data available already it would only add some kind of nice graphs around it and this this would also make economic decisions of how to create alliances a lot more easy, in my opinion, because right now, um, any any time we, we are in contact with some chains regarding alliance integration, it always um, c comes back to us. Um, how how do you think uh, an alliance would make sense, and 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 what would the best parameters be? And right now, we only have Migaloo as an example chain um, of how it works, um, how it attracts capital, um, of how it um, works with uh, providing economic security. And these kind of data points are very important for other chains as well. So it's it's very very good that Migalo launched already with it. Absolutely. Um, I'm quite happy to keep going asking questions. I've got tons of questions. I am pretty selfish, so I have no problem hogging the mic as far as hosting is concerned. If MB wants to butt in with anything, more than welcome. If anyone in the audience wants to speak, we are all friends here, so just request the mic. We will get you up. Um, one question before crypto crypto enthusiast before we get crypto enthusiast up he will be next or she will be next they will be next if we're doing the pronouns um, Philip you were just talking about when you're talking to other chains about a line right that that is music to my ears that is what I think the focus um, of our community should be we should be trying to onboard as many Cosmos chain or get as many Cosmos chains interested in the idea of alliance as possible. Um, maybe you can't tell us exactly who you've been speaking to, although 
we're all friends <laughs> and that would be nice <laughs> i but, mean i mean like, it's, it's, which, which, all, all is already public most of it Kuchira already has implemented it, so of course we are talking to them. They are mostly looking at alliances with internal tokens. Of course, we are trying to get our foot in with Mluna as well, um, because in our in our opinion, it makes sense to have it as well. And they have the advantage that they have a very high um, staking percentage already on their chain, and um, also a high TVL that is being staked. So th so they don't have this kind of economic security issue. Um, which a new chain can have. Um, then, of course, we are in talks with with Carbon Team. Um, they are also interested in, and it would fit quite nicely to their model of distributing rewards in different tokens as well. Um, then, uh, what else do we have? Uh, th there was this. I, I think there are a couple more, two, two or three chains. I I, I don't know right now, but. Uh, they are all seeming interested and um, of course the community needs to push it with these kind of chains because um, if, if we are just come, coming and saying, hey, don't you want to integrate uh, us as an alliance? They often ask, hey, what, what can you provide for the chain? And it, it needs to be beneficial for both parties. So um, we, we as a community should also think about creating some kind of uh shared shared alliances that not only um links um Luna on their chain as an alliance asset but also listing for example M whale on on the terra chain and this needs to be discussed and and yeah designed listen whoa, whoa, whoa. we got backbone lab in here as well we're not gonna do any favoritism other lsds are available um are are you are you working for TFL on this, or are you just like are you working for Eris because you've got the AMP um, LSDs? To be honest, I'm I'm mostly working uh, probably for Terra as a chain because um, we we have received the grant and we, we have the time for that and it it helps us grow the ecosystem. Of course, we are we are trying to also grow Mluna, um, but in the end, um, it's it's mostly about growing the chain, rebuilding the economy that Terra was before. Wonderful. Great news. Thanks, Phil, for sharing that. Right. We've got Crypto Enthusiast up with a question or a comment. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my uh, uh, thanks for bringing me up for speaker. Uh, just a quick one, really. Uh, it was actually a few things. I absolutely love uh, Migaloo's only in case I haven't made that clear in my tweets and that. I think, you know, what you guys are doing with um, Amp Luna, um, sorry, Amp Wow, Amp Luna, the Luna is amazing. So I can't see the drawbacks to be perfectly honest with you but i was going to make a comment and a question and it's to the benefit of whale holders i think when white whale sort of goes live with its bonding uh to the lunar chain for the amp whale and and b whale assets a couple of things firstly will the distribution of the buyback be 50 percent to b lunar 50 percent to amp lunar bonders or will it just be whatever lsd you bond you'll get a portion. Do you understand what I mean by that? In other words, would there be a sort of difference in price? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I... Great, great question. So um, when it comes to the bonding, both assets are treated interchangeably. So it doesn't matter if you bond one amp whale or one bone whale. It's treated as one. That's awesome. That's amazing. I love that as well, because obviously um, I really like Backbone Labs idea and I love amps of sort of linking 
I love Ampwell anyway, but I like back, Backbone Labs idea of sort of linking it to NFTs. I'm, you know, I'm chomping at the bit to get myself on a skeleton uh, punk on Thursday, but maybe that's a bit too much uh, to say. But what I will say is this with the Alliance module, I think, you know, things are really going to start coming, becoming clear how important this is when whale starts doing the buyback of um, when the buyback of whale happens because of what i think we're going to see is we're going to start seeing a bit of selling pressure for luna in the short term until luna realize that hold on best, best way to get about this is to make whale or a whale lsd an alliance asset on our chain because and then it kind of completes the loop that, that's my thinking of it anyway because obviously you know, I know you've already collected the fees from the swaps, but um, you're obviously going to have to sell the the coins and the tokens in order to buy back whale. So really, it makes sense for any alliance chain, um, any chain connected to the white whale protocol to adopt alliance and get whale and, and, and um, whale LSDs, whatever they want to do, as alliance assets on their chain as quickly as possible. Otherwise, wow holders are gonna massively benefit over everyone else. That's that's my opinion, right? But just wanted to see if you had a if you had a comment on that. Am I am I am on the right lines, you think? Yeah, great point. Um I think whale is in my opinion the prime candidate to be the first alliance of Luna. Um for one, we have a history there. Two, we airdrop there Three, we have we spearhead a new technology developed by TFL and made the first step towards Terra, um, you know, as our you know the home of the whale community originally two years ago. So I think, from my perspective, anything else doesn't make a lot of sense. But at the end of the day, um, we as you know the white whale core team, we can only do so much behind closed doors. Um, this is something that has to come from the community. So I think each and everybody here in the space and also in the Luna community, in the whale community, if you think this is beneficial and you agree with me um, that, for example, Terra should join the alliance with, with whale or with Migaloo, then you need to make your voice heard and make sure the proposal is getting up, the proposal is getting voted on. And if you think, you know, that Chihuahua should do it or Chihuahua should join the alliance as well, then again, you know, we, we try to listen to the community as best as we can. It's, you know, it's a decentralized chain. Everything needs to go through governance before it's implemented. So, um, yeah, make your voice heard. Um, you are shareholders of this project, so um, you can act like it. You, you own part of the system. I could talk all day on this. I just wanted to pass the mic over to someone else, but thank you. Honestly, I, I, think, I think this is an amazing amazing sort of module i love it and i wish Migaloo all the best and every chain that connects to white whale and adopts it i think the be the more that do it the better so that's my opinion anyway thank you i appreciate that crypto enthusiast yeah i mean that that's awesome to hear that there's a few of us and i'm assuming there's a lot of people who are not speaking on the space who also share these opinions so that is great and um, we've got black trader up he is the founding co-founder of orbital command um, I would be possibly losing my job if we didn't allow him to speak. So, Black Trader. <laughs> Your job's secure, uh, Rebel. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> uh, you're doing a great job with these spaces. Uh, so my question is, 
I mean, I'm uh, you know, I'm a dummy. I'm a Neanderthal, and uh, and I, I was getting a call for a second. I'm just curious, uh, what? So you guys are looking at the data right now. You're collecting the data on how Alliance is going between Whale and Terra, and um, I guess how does that data look to you guys? Like as you're preparing to pitch Alliance to these other chains that are evaluating it. Like, how do the numbers look as far as like growth of like cross chain assets and like the stuff that I'm assuming these other chains would be like wanting to monitor to see if Alliance is something that they want to, you know, um, incorporate into their chain? Like, can you give us a ballpark? Because I mean, you know, like I said, I'm a Neanderthal from the outside. I'm looking, I'm like, oh, whale price is going up. That's a good thing, you know, but I think there's a lot more that goes into that, right? The tokenomics, the buybacks and things like that. I'm just curious, like, how does that pitch look right now? What, are, what is the data showing so far? Do you want to go first, Philip, or shall I share some, some insights we had? Well, I, I, I haven't looked at the data as, as detailed as Black Trader would like to have it. Uh, but what I would say is it brings a lot of attention and users to the Migalu chain. I think a lot uh, of people are using TFM to to bring assets over to, to the Migalu chain and this onboarding um, of active users, because th this is a very active process. And right now on, for example, Terra, there's a lot of dead capital um, due to the, the airdrop and the vesting. And this really brings active people into a chain, into the ecosystem. And I think it's it's a great entry point to onboard new people from outside of, of their own chain into the chain and, and bring them using uh, the DeFi ecosystem and also bootstrapping um, this kind of uh, transaction fees uh, through this kind of staking. So anyone could just go there, stake Amp, Amp Luna or uh, Bone Luna and receive Whale and can start using DeFi on Megaloo very easily. Fully agree with um, with the aspect of community. So. As soon as liquidity flows to whatever chain whitelists another asset, there's a flow of community in that sense. So with, with the liquidity, the attention and the users flow with it. So it allows us to, in a sense, it allows us to decide, all right, which community do we, do we want to, do we like? You know, which community do we like? Which community do we want to have more in common? And that's, that's a very, very powerful dynamic yeah, that you described there. Another thing that I was surprised by was the, the speed of which the buckets filled. So in the first day or two, I think we already had 50,000 Luna in there. This was very surprising to me, um, gi given the you know, technical, cons or technical difficulties and the um, you know, harsh user experience right now. Um, so that was a surprising thing. Then another thing I noticed, um, and, and then we that you know, we, we can prove that now why this is happening is that alliance. So you pay a hefty premium on alliance. So like when you attract liquidity on a dex, you pay more than you get. That's that's important to 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 keep in mind. So there's no free cake, and for example. I remember reading some report of Astroport in Osmosis. I think they're paying $10 incentives to attract a single dollar in liquidity. Um, if I got the numbers right. And it's for trading fees. So $1 of trading fees 
cost them $10 of incentives. Ah, okay. Yeah, thanks for clearing that up. But anyway, so, so you're paying up. So you have to pay. And it, it's the same with Alliance. So the question really is, why, what's the purpose or what's the benefit of, of paying up? And Philip just said, all right, it's community for one. So it attracts users. Two, it attracts, so with the liquidity comes movement. And movement is economic activity. So that means there's now more Luna on, on Megaloo. There is, for example, a demand for a AMP Luna and Bone Luna pool against the AMP and Bone Whale pools. And that in turn you know, creates more activity on the decks and in the ecosystem in general. So um, one thing we, we still have to evaluate and continue evaluating in the future is how much are the secondary effects of that liquidity in the ecosystem? Because Alliance itself, I think it will always be a net negative for the chain. If you only look at how much money is transferred in Whale to Luna and how much Luna is transferred back to Whale. It, considering this is a single-sided, single-sided alliance. Now, obviously, if, if Terra joins the alliance from their side, then... It, it's really a, a net benefit for both, just from the alliance perspective. Um, so, so that's something that we're, you know, pushing for. So we, we like very much to be whitelisted uh, as an stakeable asset on, on Terra. And another thing I noticed is that even though, you know, the alliance chain that whitelist the asset has to pay up, it, it's still in a beneficial position when, the pri when there's volatility in the price. Because as, for example, whale goes up in price, there's more incentives to move in Luna, and that liquidity can come very quickly because you can just send it, send it over. You know, hopefully everything works with IBC, and then it's there, and then you stake it. But if the price falls, it takes 21 days on bonding, so there's a delay. So as price moves up, liquidity can come in instantly, instantaneously, but as the price goes down, it's very much slowed down. The velocity is, is you know, slowed down. And so, so right now, Whale has been going up you know, constantly, and the Alliance assets has been, have been going up constantly. So I'm curious to see how this behaves if, for example, the, the Whale price stagnates for a while or, or goes down. That's just you know, curious to see. So those are um, some of our insights right now. I hope that clears your question, Black Trader. Yeah, that was a great answer. Thanks. And it's so so funny while you guys were talking. I went to go see the movie Air last night. I don't know if you guys have uh, heard of that. That's the one about how Nike signed Michael Jordan and created the Air Jordans. And, you know, what was ringing in my head as you were talking was the, you know, how these, these protocols are spending $10 for every $1 of trading volume. Uh, I mean, that was the craziest deal that Nike's ever done. And Nike was like, basically, people thought Nike was going to be an extinct shoe company. And then they signed Michael Jordan and spent more money than they ever had. And I mean, it was the craziest, obviously the story everyone knows from there. Nike becomes the biggest like shoe company. So hopefully this Alliance spending is going to do what Michael Jordan and Air Jordans did for uh, Nike. So good luck guys. Thank you. Thanks for the answer. Thank you. And don't get me wrong. So I, I think, you know, this was the best, decision um the the whale community made so far so i think this is um, massive profit and massive benefit for the ecosystem 
both actually, I think for Luna and for, for Whale. Yeah, it was great to see you guys get up and running so quickly. Um, I think that benefited or benefits Alliance having you or having Miglu as the poster child for the Alliance module. We've got Zion from TFL fame. Would you like to come in, sir? Hey, guys. Yeah, I was just uh, listening in for a bit there, eating some of my lunch and listening to the conversation. It's cool to see so many people interested in the Alliance module. Uh, I think it's going to be really exciting to see how it helps these different decentralized economies in Cosmos scale. And I think Sencom was alluding to some of the use cases and some of the results they've already seen with integrating the Alliance module. And it'll be interesting to see how some of the other chains utilize it. Um, one of the other things that I think we've seen on Megaloo as well is it's made staking whale natively um, more interesting. So because you know they're, they're obviously paying out whale rewards to get people to stake uh, Amp Luna and B Luna on the chain, but one of the things that it's also doing is making it more interesting to just stake, uh, like basically vanilla stake whale on on uh, Megaloo, um, because you're now earning not just whale tokens but also Amp Luna and B Luna. So one of the things that this could enable in the future is if chains end up becoming larger and more successful, you could see a stage where they have alliances with like 10, 10 plus chains and native stakers of that chain's token, if they have a non-zero take rate, uh, you know, for those different alliance assets on the chain, native stakers can end up earning diversified cash flows. So it makes the, to the underlying token a lot more interesting uh, from that perspective, because they'll be earning rewards in like 10 different tokens. And like Sencom also alluded to, you know, it's, you, you may be paying for like the, um, the, to attract the users and liquidity to your chain, but it's a lot different um, than like other uh, comparable solutions, I would say, like mesh security or interchain security, because the, the rewards you're paying cycle domestically. So they're being issued on the chain that the Alliance is formed on. So the, the interesting thing is that Alliance kind of enables in that regard is then when you're issuing out whale tokens to these people that have come over, they're exploring your ecosystem now. So it's kind of like you think of these, these blockchains as digital nation states. It's kind of like incentivizing people to come over to your nation and check out some of the local businesses that you have, which would be like the applications built on your chain. So now that you're giving them these tokens, these whale tokens or whatever the token is for the different alliances, you're basically able to then showcase some of the applications on your chain. And then those users that have migrated over from other communities can utilize those applications. So you can see the usage of applications go up as well uh, domestically. And so this is how like a foreign, it's kind of like your foreign direct investment policy when it comes to alliance, like you're paying for the, you're, you're paying to attract they use on liquidity to come over, but then the, the money you're paying them is cycling domestically. So it's, you're internalizing the positive externalities versus like positive externalities, you know, in other systems being provided to stakers of other chains. Um, so that's, that's just one point I wanted to highlight there, which I think is kind of an interesting differentiation between Alliance and uh, some other comparable solutions. And the other thing just to mention on that point as well is, and I won't like, you know, monopolize this conversation by any means. I just said a couple of thoughts. The other thing is like, 
it's it's not really useful to think of Alliance as like a security solution because it's much more of like an economic agreement and like a co-mingling of communities like Suncom was talking about. The idea of buying security is actually not really like to me, not really something that is going to be very attractive to many chains. Like a lot of chains that are like, so like chains don't fail because they get 51% attack. Like chains fail because their token's not interesting and no one wants to buy it, right? Like you're not going to attract any attackers to your chain when your token's worth like a cent, right? Like people just don't care. The idea of buying security might make sense for certain chains like Stride that like don't have applications built on their chain and they're not trying to, they're not trying to be a, a chain with applications built on top of them. And they're not trying to attract users and, and liquidity in that sense. Um, but for other chains, like the idea of buying security, you know, it, it, like, the, like what's more interesting in the early days of starting up a, a new digital nation state? Is it attracting users and liquidity, like settlers to your country? Or is it trying to set up like a NATO agreement with other countries so your small country is protected? Like it's, it's probably attracting the, the settlers who are going to bring investment into your economy. Couldn't agree more with what you said. I think Alliance is, is really a very, very powerful tool and it opens the design or the action space so much that uh, we, we could probably write uh, you know, books about what you can do from bootstrapping your own ecosystem to attracting liquidity and users from outside to creating perpetual incentives to security. I think there's really a lot and we're just starting to scratch the surface here. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's yeah, exactly. And it, it's kind of like one of those things where like, without Alliance, a chain is really only able to uh, leverage their staking rewards to provide them to native chain stakers. With Alliance, you can basically align incentives in so many new, interesting ways that you couldn't do before. So it's basically just allowing you to more effectively deploy staking rewards, like no, native to token inflation and fees towards like different uh, desired user actions. So it's it, to me like there's actually like most chains could benefit from from integrating Alliance in Cosmos, and and their use cases would just differ depending on their size and what their goals are. So if I could uh, piggyback on that, one thought I had while you're talking was the idea of like diversifying your rewards using Alliance. Right, you're getting theoretically you're earning different native tokens through the yield. Uh, I've been playing with Stride for the last month or two and uh, staking some Stride and I'm getting, you know, ST Atom, ST Luna, ST Stars, ST Osmo, ST Evmos. And that's actually a really cool thing to kind of basically be auto diversifying to some degree. So I think that's an underlooked value. Um, I just wanted to kind of emphasize that that's actually playing itself out, you know, already on Stride in a little bit more of a broader way. And I think it's a really cool advantage that Alliance is going to continue to grow with as well. Yeah, I think it is really cool. And like, you think about like what that opens up as well. Like when people are, you know, like the knock-on effects of this, like if a chain has an Alliance with like five different chains and so native token stakers in that chain are earning like rewards in the native token plus five other, five other Alliance assets, assuming that they have non-zero percent take rates, those people, like it just creates a much more, and I wrote about this in the, the recent Medium 
article I wrote on Alliance. If you guys haven't read that, definitely check it out. It's on Medium, on Terra's Medium. But like the 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 thing that this creates is really a much more interconnected Cosmos ecosystem. It's a much more collaborative ecosystem where instead of having these like insular communities where people are only playing around in like majoritively one or two ecosystems, you have users that are using applications across a variety of different ecosystems because now they have tokens for these different ecosystems, right? Like even if Miglu is the case study integrated alliances with like Cosmos Hub and um, I don't know, some other like Juno and, and some other chains, um, native whale stakers would then earn tokens like, you know, ST Atom or something, you know, Juno, ST Juno or whatever. Um, and then basically once they have these tokens, like they have more of a reason to go check out what they can do with those tokens on, on those chains. And so it, it creates a system where like people start to look into other ecosystems that they wouldn't have looked into before, just as a result of like natively staking a token on a chain that they're already interested in. So that's, that's where you get this much more collaborative, interconnected Cosmos ecosystem. And I think that's kind of the vision that Cosmos has always wanted to be, but Cosmos in its current form, like the thing that's really, in, you know, like I think uh, useful about Cosmos and kind of what differentiates it from other ecosystems is it's just super easy to build in Cosmos today. Like with the Cosmos SDK and the tooling that's there, like it's easy for you to, you know, create a new digital nation state in Cosmos than it is in, in other areas. But with the integration of Alliance, now it's creating a much more incentive aligned environment for Cosmos chains. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But I think what we'll see is users uh, like Sencom was talking about communities co-mingling and people utilizing applications on uh, a variety of different chains. It may create a, a tax headache as a result for, for people uh, in the US that have to you know, reconcile with all the different chains and the transactions you have at the end of the year. But um, you know, I think it long-term is a, is, a, is a net positive for the Cosmos community. Hey, Zion, can I just ask you something? Um, uh, roughly how many chains have we got um, that have showed interest in um, Alliance so far? And where do you see them in terms of their, their progress to actually integrating um, Alliance into their chains? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's been a number of chains that have, that have expressed interest in integrating the Alliance module. You know, we've, we've obviously seen on Twitter already chains like Carbon, Umi, um, Kajira and Miglo have already integrated, but Miglo is the only one with staking live yet. So definitely shout out to them. Um, and then there's some other ones as well. Um, I don't want to announce anything for those chains just yet because they haven't made it public. So I want them to be able to be the first ones to, to make that public, you know, express their interest in, in integrating Alliance. And obviously the thing about integrating Alliance is it's, you know, like, even if you talk to some people in some of these communities about integrating it and they seem interested at the end of the day, like, you know, these things have to pass through governance, you know, to in, make a, a software upgrade and integrate something like the Alliance module. Um, so the communities have to vote this stuff in, but I think that, you know, as we start to, uh, see the benefits that Alliance offers to ecosystems like Megaloo and Kajira and others and, and Terra soon, which is which is something that I'm personally most excited about the Alliance modules integration on Terra when it comes to kind of helping continue Terra's comeback arc. Um, I think Alliance is going to play a, a huge 
huge part in that comeback story. But yeah, I think that there's going to be a, a number of chains that uh, that announce that they're interested in integrating Alliance in, in the coming months. Well, while you're here, Zion, I just want to voice my my interest and that of the whale community to make whale the first stakeable asset on Terra. So Amp Wayland and Bone Whale. So here I said it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, we're I think I think the Terra community could could really benefit from, you know, integrating some of these alliance assets from other chains that are interested in, you know, kind of becoming allies with us. So, you know, you guys have already obviously done that on your chain and, and spearheaded the whole effort. So I don't see why the Terra community wouldn't get behind adding those those assets as alliance assets on Terra. Yeah, absolutely, Zion. Um that back to the um, what we were talking about before with the you know the future the chains that are going to be integrating with Alliance. Um the ones I've heard of are Chihuahua, um, of course, Kajira and Migaloo, Terra and I think Carbon and Umi as well. Um so yeah, look, um if you it's a shame you can't drop any alpha because of course we're all waiting for some alpha from you. But um also very excited obviously about the uh, the chains that uh, you don't want to disclose but I'm also interested in um in alliance that's fantastic actually um I was on a uh, another space um an OC space with with shade protocol from secret network um, just recently and those guys um showed a serious interest in uh, in alliance too so um look I I feel there's there's a lot of interest across cosmos um yeah, it's it's something that um, is going to happen on its own. I think the benefits of it are really sell themselves. Uh, I guess the one question to ask is, you know, what can we as a community do to to help um, help with uh, you know, spreading the word on Alliance and perhaps helping with the adoption of Alliance? Um, can we go to chains and encourage um, um, new governance um, proposals, things like that? Any suggestions, Zion? Yeah, absolutely. I think. You know, the, the Terra community, I mean, the lunatic community is one of the most passionate, passionate and resilient communities out there. And I think, you know, I just wanted to, to shout out the entire Terra community that's in this call listening in. You know, we, we've went through so much over the past, you know, 11 months since the DPEG in, in May. And Alliance, the, the release of Alliance just goes to show that we're continuing to stay committed to building an open financial ecosystem and deliver inventive solutions that empower other communities in Cosmos. And so, you know, we're trying to, you know, showcase the benefits of Alliance for other chains within the Cosmos community. And I think to your question, Brad, you know, how can we do that? Um, I, I would say that the way that the Terra community can do that is, you know, discussing the use cases for Alliance for different chains. And if you're going to spark a discussion on, governance forms for different chains within Cosmos to integrate it or integrate, you know, Luna or Luna staking derivatives as alliance assets on other chains. Um, I think it's important to be germane to the, the use cases that will be helpful for that chain, right? So not every chain is going to, for instance, um, want to deepen liquidity for, you know, like essential token pairs, because that's like one thing you can do with alliances you could make. LP tokens, stakeable alliance assets. So you basically deepen liquidity for different essential token pairs in your chain, maybe like a native, uh, the native token and like a stable coin. So like not every, basically 
suffice to say that not every chain is going to use Alliance for the same thing. And so when, when the Terra community has discussions to integrate Alliance on these different chains, I think the important thing is to highlight the use cases that'll be beneficial for them. Um, and then they can more easily see why it might make sense for them to integrate it. The other thing that I think is important to, to, to underscore for them is that, um, you know, like if they're adversarial towards Terra in particular, and maybe they're, they don't want to integrate like Luna as a Alliance asset, it's most likely still going to be beneficial for them to integrate Alliance and use it for either native application tokens or other chains, uh, foreign tokens. So it doesn't necessarily like the, the Terra community, I think should be evangelizing Alliance, whether they build an Alliance with Terra or not, just because it's better for the Cosmos ecosystem as a whole. And like, if more liquidity comes into the Cosmos ecosystem, you know, all of the chains in the Cosmos ecosystem benefit as a result, as we build this more interconnected system. And so that's where like incentive alignment comes in. And that's why I think it's really important for us to, uh, to do that as a community. Yeah, good thoughts there, Zion. Um, I think uh, Rebel's having some connection issues and maybe trying to reconnect. Um, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, Sencom or, or Philip, do you have anything to add um, to, uh, to those thoughts from Zion? Uh, not really. They are on point, in my opinion. Alliance is much more than only um, the staking part, but it enables so many use cases. And I, I the, the comment about uh, building NATO versus um, importing a settler, something like that, I, I found quite interesting. Um, in, in behind, of course, we are playing around with some thoughts. Is someone trying to speak, but I just can't hear them? Do you, do, does the rest hear me? Yeah, I can yeah, hear you. I, um, had you sure. I, I didn't have Zion for a while. Right. Rebel's back. I think there's some connection issues with Twitter spaces generally, but uh, <laughs> we're trying to. If somebody has connection issues, just reconnect and uh, hopefully it'll sort itself out. Yeah, and in, in behind, we are working on, on some ideas regarding not only building this kind of importing settlers you into your economy, but also um, regarding building these kind of NATO alliances where it's not only two parties, but can be more than two parties. But uh, I can't tell you more right now about that because it's, it's very, uh, very early state. It's massive. It's freaking massive. So Philip likes to think big. I oh, love that. Yeah, I, I missed a lot of what I'm saying. So I feel like I'm a little bit out of the loop here. But I did hear Sencom talking about wanting um, whale LSDs to be um, alliance assets on Terra. Obviously, that's good for the whale community. On one hand, it's of it's nice for Terra to sort of pay whale or pay Megaloo back for sort of doing a lot of testing, live testing, and whether or not that's necessarily the. I mean, what what, what makes a trying to be neutral here but what, what makes a good alliance asset what would make the most sense it, it's a great question you're world. asking it's a great question and really this is what i meant earlier that we're, we're so early that we still have to really define what makes an alliance profitable or beneficial and what not because it's not only about money in money out because there's so much more 
so many more factors in there that it's really, uh, I think there will be a lot of debates, uh, really a lot of heated debates around which alliance assets and which parameters, because it's really, it's not clear. It's not like one or zero. It's not even close to it. For example, just to, to make my case here, um, for example, White Whale, we're building on Luna. So, so we have an application there with flash loans, with a DEX, a bunch of other stuff. And um, you could also see Alliance as some kind of incent- incentive for ecosystem projects. That's something I, um, I'm currently exploring for Migaloo. You know, if, if there's interest from people to, or teams to build on Migaloo and launch a token, how can we utilize Alliance to bootstrap them? And in a sense, you know, with Whale coming from Terra and still being on Terra with our app, um, this could, you know, same argument could apply. So it, it's going to be really, I think, heated discussions about Alliance in the future because it's, it's not clear what the exact benefit here is. Uh, Zion, could you perhaps just add to what Syncom said and, and um, maybe just explain how a chain might you know, attract liquidity you know, locally or domestically? Yeah, so was so was I, I had I was connecting to the to speak and Twitter was having some issues there. So is the question basically like what are the domestic use cases for Alliance? Yes, yeah. How would you uh, maybe you can't hear Sencom, but yeah, exactly. How would you attract liquidity um, locally on a chain? Gotcha. Yeah. So there's there's a couple different domestic use cases for Alliance. So these are use cases where you don't need to integrate assets from other chains but you can still leverage the alliance module to strengthen your your economy. So, you know, one of the one of the use cases that I already mentioned is uh, deepening liquidity for essential token pairs. So, this is where you could basically say like on Terra we could say okay, Luna Axel USDC is probably one of the most important pairs uh, in our ecosystem. You know, we need deep liquidity for that for people to be able to uh, swap between the Luna token and a stable coin or a stable coin to, to Luna um, whenever they want, right? Without incurring significant slippage. And what you can then do is you can say, uh, okay, we're going to allow for LP tokens for that liquidity pair to be staked in Alliance to earn a portion of Luna staking rewards. So now you're incentivizing people to provide liquidity uh, for those pairs um, and earn Luna staking rewards as a result, right? And so you could do that on you know any chain for whatever pair you want. That's kind of an interesting way to to incentivize liquidity. You know, I don't I don't think that's ever been possible before to use native chain staking rewards to incentivize liquidity for token pairs on your chain. But that could end up bringing over foreign capital as well, depending on what that APR is, right? Because um, we know APRs can attract users on liquidity. So if the APR is high enough, um, you know, people might come over and start providing liquidity. So it, it's it's a domestic growth strategy that could inform basically the provision of liquidity locally from people that are already in the community and uh, from foreign communities as well. Um, another use case is incentivizing application developers. So basically, you could use Alliance to fund the development of like essential ecosystem applications or like a novel DeFi primitives. Um, basically, you know, using that token as an Alliance asset, you could fund the development of 
those different um those different things it could be like a dex a money market etc um or some new applications as well um or you could you could also use it to align incentives with like native application uh token stakers in the ecosystem so you know people that are uh staking you know like an application token with applications already on your chain you could integrate that token as alliance asset and provide they're basically rewarded for using applications within the ecosystem from fees and inflation of the underlying l1 so you're kind of aligning incentives with like okay you know using these applications on our chain that are you know like if you're building like a premier application on your chain and you want to incentivize people to use that application um one way to to do that would be to add that token as an alliance asset and then provide liquidity or i'm sorry provide uh you know l1 staking yield to those app token stakers so now those to- those app token stakers are not just earning whatever they're earning from staking that application token from the protocol but they're also earning token inflation and fees from the l1 so that's where, because the chain is benefiting from the users using that application the chain is then rewarding those users for using that if that makes sense so yeah we need to get terra doing some of these exciting use cases i reckon to show the rest of cosmos um what some of these options are um and it'd be great to see that on megaloo and kujira as well we've got quite a lot of people here there's a few outspoken members of the community who may want to come up to the stage um we invited sencom and philip not necessarily as um spokesmen for their respective protocols but as experts um with regards to alliance there are other experts here i can see pfc welcome to come up sir jg let's get them up nacho's here so while we're waiting for for people to join um what do you guys think is is the um the limiting factor of why people might not integrate the alliance module well, i think that's an easy one a lot of people don't like terra <laughs> i think that's uh that's, that's fair i mean i can't i mean let's be honest here so you know what tfl developed and what what Migalu now you know spearheaded is cross-chain staking i think this is such a groundbreaking thing and i haven't heard a single peep from anybody outside of the lunatics and the whales nothing yeah it's and that just shows um that i believe you know um terra doesn't have many friends um as hard as it harsh as it, as it sounds you know i don't don't want to talk bad about terra you know i, I used to be in the ecosystem myself and i still am um but that's just a sad truth we have to face i think i i'll jump in there at the same time and say that yeah you're partially of course what you're saying is correct and and there's um a bit of a pr thing to get over but um the feeling i get you know throughout cosmos especially in you know some of the you know the spaces and community chats you know whether it's rack fm or whatever is, is that there's certainly like the beginnings of a you know a change you know the tide's changing um there is uh, an acceptance that Terra is putting out some pretty good um, you know, public goods that you know 
cost nothing and are only going to benefit the rest of cosmos. And that, and that's coming, that, that change is coming now. Um, the other point I'd sort of like to make is that there's still quite a bit of confusion out there about what Alliance is in terms of uh, you know, competitors for one, one, uh, one of a better word, um, mesh security and, uh, and hub security. A lot of people still think that you know, Alliance is you know, a competitor to those things, which it definitely isn't. And we've sort of mentioned, touched on that previously. So I think that clarifying that um, would really help too. And I 100% agree. And I just agree as well. I was just going to say that I also think that my experience is very limited. I'm not a dev like you guys, but I find that a lot of chains are like a, a bit of a walled garden. And a lot of the teams involved in sort of um, managing that chain, developing on that chain, they they don't want to maybe surrender control. And I think there's a little bit of a sense that Alliance will dilute the control of what they're doing. And I don't I don't think that at all, that it should be like that, you know, but, you know, they're, they're concerned about liquidity leaving their chain for another chain. And it's, it's kind of always been like that, hasn't it? It's always been everyone's trying to get the liquidity on their chain where where this is about trying to, to share it around and, you know, the collective becomes bigger than, than the individual. And I think yeah, until people... I wouldn't agree, agree as much on that. I think that most of the dev teams have their priorities and they've set their priorities for the next six months. Alliance came in and is going, well, I don't see the value. Uh, we've got 100 other things which are going to give us value, so we'll do that. I mean, when you talk to other chains like uh, Chihuahua and Comdex, and the smaller ones, they're all for it. So it's just, yeah, if you go to a Juno, you go to a Osmo, they've got, you're not going to attract those ones. You have, to, you have to go to the smaller ones around and get those guys on board, let them try it out and go sing it. Because I can tell you, everybody on Osmo is looking at Migaloo, they're looking at Kuji, and they're basically saying, what's going on here? Let's see what's going on. Let's test. They're testing the waters. They're the guinea pigs. And if they're successful they will start basically pushing these things through. I mean, Osmo maybe you know, they've got their own uh, solution, but there's a lot of competition and everyone's looking at each other. It's just, it's just early days. I just wanted to um, you know, say something to my last, uh, last thing here. So I think Luna and Terra will make a massive comeback that will surprise a lot of people. And uh, you're, you're right, the tide is shifting in our favor, I believe. And both the station wallet, which I think is, you know, has become the best interchain wallet there is by far. And, you know, what TFM is doing and now with Alliance, I think this is, an, this is explosive. And I think it's only a matter of time until, you know, the pressure is too much and then it, you know, rips. And also happy to see the good news about Doe. So, um, you know, I think all things are coming together piece by piece now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Exactly. I mean, I only came on really to ask Sencom a question is, would you actually consider an alliance with Kujara and get the two whales together? Have you actually uh, spoken about that? So leave terror aside for a second, but just actually get some cross-lines uh, things going with those two chains. Yeah. Um, again, and I, I don't think, I don't know if you, if you heard this here, but um, alliance in itself um, with, with different chains is a spending. So we have to see, all right, what benefit is there? And if, for example, we would be able to launch our satellite markets, you know, our, our DEX, our flash loans, I think Eris is already there, get Backbone Labs there, you know, get our interchain product 
group together, then I think we can make a strong case for um, a net benefit that justifies the spending. If cool. Kujira, for example, would allow you know, whale as a stakeable asset on Kuji, that again is a different situation. You know, then then um, we, we could even go without the satellite market. But then again, if both are so close together and share inflation, we, we might as well launch there too. But yeah, in, in general, um, of course, I'm open, but the, um, the circumstances must be right. Fantastic. Um, we held a space similar to this one last week, and one of the closing comments was from Nacho Don, who said that he felt that we maybe were not as positive as we could have been. We were maybe a bit too dry. So let's shut this bitch down with JG coming up to the stage and telling us some alliance positivity, please. I don't even know what to say. Like you said, everything is so new. But what I do know is that, you know, especially for, look for whale, this is difficult. So, you know, the thing that I loved about Luna was this value capture mechanism, right? Okay, so we got to figure out a new one. I think that Megaloo figured out a new one and this alliance module really helps them because their value capture mechanism is all dependent on the chain activity, right? So specifically for this purpose, like I think alliance is amazing for Megaloo because they have all these automated value capture mechanisms running in the background. Now, um, I don't know how it's going to play out with the other chains. I'm going to be 100% honest. A lot of the other chains are just gas chains. So I don't know how it will, if it will have the same type of positive effect, but I can't hurt. I know, I, I know that right now the energy is coming back into the market. People are interested in trying this new technology. We are on the front edge of it and we're leading the charge. Like nowhere else is this happening, right? So if you want to have the best tech, if you want to have the best communities, you better get in the cosmos. Simple as that. Man, I've never heard you say something as short and as sweet as that, but that was class. Absolutely. And just to cycle back to one thing that PFC was talking about, Comdex. I'm, I'm, I've got, I'm still doing some stuff on Comdex. Quite enjoy that chain. I would love to see them doing something um, with Alliance. Um, Perhaps homework for next week. We're going to do another one of these. I think we're going to go for Tuesday, um, Tuesday in Asia, which might even be a Monday night in the US. I don't know. Um, homework is what alliance assets do you think Terra should be considering? We've already had um, the bee whale amp whale suggestion from Sencom, but other things. I mean, the alliance module is there. Like we should get going, in my opinion. Let's get some assets through governance. And um, let's go, JG, back to the stage. I just wanted to say that maybe I'm biased, but I think uh, all B assets and AMP assets should be uh, whitelisted on every chain. <laughs> Might be a little bit biased, but yeah, why not? Thank you, everyone, for being here. It's been a good educational call. A bit of Twitter rugging going on between Zion, myself, and possibly a few other members. Great to have you here. We hopefully do this again next week. Come join us and get up to the stage, say your piece and let's build these alliances. Good night all. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Alliance Hour, hosted by Orbital Command, featuring Eris Protocol and White Whale. Recorded on Wednesday, April 26, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. 
Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next No one gave a shit Till the drugs all dried up Everybody died From a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter We was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal He just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime Till the night curfew Rats in a cage Till they make time to murk you Got a little job That falls under my purview We gotta get this mob Away from the bird you gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement, could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men, listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then, talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Channel spaces.